Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the 28 and Up podcast. How you doing, honey? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How was your week? It's been a challenging week for me, but yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm feeling a little better. That's good. You know what's funny is, obviously, you have a cold, and, um, you know, there's so much stigma, stigmata, you know, for us mafia Italian people. Oh, yeah, we're <laughs> such mafia people, let me tell you. They use that word, it's a stigmata, right? Yeah, but we're not really mafia, so it's fine. <laughs> but I always like how they, uh, how, how, like, especially in mom movies, they say stigmata, you know, and, and overpronounce the vowels. It's my favorite. But anyway, so there's a stigma. Um, of if you have a cold, you know, you, you have the, you, you had the vid, you have the coronavirus, coronavirus. Right. I know. <laughs> you know? It, but it, you don't. No, I definitely don't. It's just a cold, but. It is. And you know, it's funny. I was at the doctor this week and that's, and that's what, uh, uh, that's what our doctor said, you know, that, you know, it's going around and he could tell, you know, I think our, you know, doctors are, are in a great place now where they can tell if you have this or if you have the vid or you just got a regular cold. Because let's face it, nothing sucks more in Florida when it's 90 plus degrees and it feels 105 and you feel sick. Yes. Because it's hot outside, you're, you sweat, all this stuff. But, you know, it could be worse, right? Uh, it definitely could be worse, but um, <laughs> it um, it's just, it stinks. It really well, does. Well, you're battling very well through it, so you're doing well. I'm, and I'm, I'm pretty much at the end of it. It really you is are. just now up in my sinuses. It's not anywhere else, so... Um, yeah. You, you know, at the very end. You know what's great? You know what I love about you is that you don't take off from work. You know, you're sick and you have the luxury of being able to work from home, you know, and stuff like that during the week. But you don't take off from work. You don't, you know, um, you know. I'm a very push through kind of person. You really are. Yeah. I yeah. don't like to lay around. That's. No. But I like it when you lay around. Not Come whatever. on, somebody. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you lay on me. What? <laughs> So this week we're going to talk about this word called disappointments. Yes. And um you know in a marriage every marriage is going to face whether you know this the husband or the wife are going to face some kind of disappointment. And I'm not talking about being disappointed in each other, right? What I'm talking about what we're going to be talking about is being disappointed in goals and dreams and and things you're passionate about doing, you know, and um, or sometimes you get so disappointed in yourself because you made a mistake and you don't know how to battle through it yourself. But what does that look like as you're battling through disappointment as a spouse and how does your spouse help you? I guess my first question is, as a spouse, are, are we charged with being um, a... Um, psychologist for our spouse is that our jobs no it's not necessarily our jobs but it you know we are somewhat responsible to help take care of each other um you know we're 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 here for each other we're supposed to be um you know we're responsible for our own emotions mm -hmm. and our in our own self but on the other side of that we we do want to be there <coughs> for each other mm -hmm. And it's important when you see your spouse going off the rails, mm. you, it's really you're there to help your spouse be accountable. And part of holding them accountable is letting them know, hey, you are um, acting a certain way or doing some things that are a little bit, you know, not like yourself. So, and, so let me just ask a question. 
So when you say hold your spouse accountable, you're not saying, are, are, are you saying or are you not saying, um, like getting in there in you know, kind of, um, better word for it, I guess, is getting in their ass, right? And telling them to, you know, let's go get, get over it. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. You're better than this. You know, that whole, you're trying to be a drill sergeant coach, you know, is that what you're saying or no? I mean, in some ways, yes, but in other ways, no. This is definitely more of a loving approach. Mm. It's definitely more of a um, a more. It's a way of saying, "Look, I love you. I care about you. I um, I want what's best for you, mm-hmm. and I think um, what you're going through right now is a difficult thing. But I care more about us." as a whole, as a unit, and I don't think that what you're experiencing is the end of the world. So let's get through this together. That makes total sense. Yeah, because I think guys sometimes want to take that role, you know, with their wives. Like, what's wrong with you? Push through, you know? Uh, yeah. Y- you know, Like when someone's <laughs> sick and you're like, just uh, get up and do this, get over <laughs> right, it kind yeah. of thing. Well, I mean, that's how I push through my sickness. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's definitely how you push no, through No, it was, wasn't it? I mean, yes, it was. Okay. But not always. But not always. But this time was different. Yes. This time you did really great because you, well, we were on vacation. <laughs> right. And, and so I pushed through a lot of things. You did. You did really great. That's right. So, but yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, I think there's a balance, right? Because we're not paid psychologists, you know, I mean, unless you're, that's what you do for a living, <laughs> you know? Right. You know, uh, but we shouldn't, we shouldn't psychoanalyze. But even our, when you do yeah. that for a living, you yeah. don't want to pull that card yeah, on your Yeah, because you don't want to psychoanalyze your your spouse either. You know, like you said, you got love, loving them, walk, lovingly walk through them with stuff, you know, with right. their journey. So. So, so how do you do that? Or what are some steps? So the first thing is you want to give them a little bit of time to allow them to feel what they're going to feel. So you, t- so the first one is, um, allow them to take a minute and wallow in how they feel. So what do you think the time frame is in that? I would say it's a really small window. Um, hmm. because you want, you want to give them some space to feel how they're going to feel. Right. Depen- and, and honestly, it depends on the disappointment. Mm. Um, you know your spouse the best. I know you better. Right. You know yourself better. You know me the best. Mm-hmm. So depending on the disappointment, whatever it is, however, whatever circumstance created that disappointment, whether it's a dream, whether it's job related, whatever it is, you know, that's going to tell you how much time they're going to need to kind of wallow in their feelings or whatever the situation and, is. And, and here's what I think too. A lot like, um, not that I want to, put disappointment and grief together right but but sometimes um as we're walking through disappointment and and we're allowing you know as a spouse you're allowing time you know and stuff like that but sometimes there's those trigger things that kind of take you back to how you feel in those moments sure you know and so even though you think your spouse is past it and they could be there's always going to be just like with grief just like with the loss of somebody the special to you, um, when those things, you're always going to have those trigger moments that take you back into that, into how you feel in that moment. And so as a spouse, it's important to, <coughs> um, it's important to know, I'm so glad we got like great microphones and a great space between us here in the, in the, in the studio, My bad. you know, no, you're good. Um, but so, um, I just think it's, you know, um, as a spouse, you need to know, you know, when those triggers come up. And right. it's important as, you know, if you're walking through disappointment to say, this is what triggered me and this is why I feel like that, you know, and as a spouse, you, it's okay to ask those questions. 
Well, what made you feel this way again? It know, is, yeah, so. asking great questions is part of that for yeah. sure. And so that you can help your spouse understand what are the triggers, understanding the situation that created it, you know, those are really good things. It's yeah. very important. I totally agree. What's what, what's what's another good one? Um, the second one, in part of part actually part of leading into the questions, part of this is part of step number two is taking a step back and doing a reality check, um, and asking yourself and each of you asking, is this really as bad as it seems? Looking at the situation objectively, mm-hmm. are these feelings that I'm feeling um, real, or is this just an Oh, emotional is this just a big wave of emotion or or how does this situation affect us in reality so i mean you could also say all emotions are valid emotions because there are emotions oh totally yeah. everything you feel is absolutely real and, right. and, and correct but and, and i think you're right you, we need you need to say okay is this that important in your life yeah look at the grand scheme in this step mm-hmm. and see how does this fit into where we are right now mm-hmm. how does this really affect us in the big picture and is does this disappointment um like where does it fit in our life today right now i mean it, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying a few minutes ago it a lot of times it depends is it job related is it a dream a desire a goal you know one of the things that we know our spouse really well in is kind of what we're built for. Right. You know, what we're made for all the, all the good things that, that how God has made us and we us together and what we're built for, you know, kind of, it's easy to say that if, you know, if you were married to, you know, Chipper Jones back in the day, (laughs) you know, (laughs) when he was a, before he retired, he was a phenomenal baseball player as a, as a wife, you'd be like, yeah, look at my husband go. He, you could tell he was built to be a baseball player, yeah. you know, or he was built to be this, you know, or built to be that. Unless you're Bill Gates and your wife has left you now because, you know, you thought you were, you were uh, meant to be a uh, billionaire mm-hmm. inventor and you just like other women. There you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, but, what, so. what I love about this step here is that this isn't your opportunity as the spouse to really mm. encourage the mm. other person. Say that one more time. This is your opportunity to really encourage the other person because you have the opportunity right here to say, well, in this grand scheme, in this big picture, you know, you look at, you know, even though this isn't working out in the moment, you still have an opportunity for your goal or your dream to work out long term. So it's almost like you, um, as you said it in the beginning of encouraging, yeah, you know, um, uh, helping your spouse, how did you say it, push through? Um, to push through, to you know, for, it just helps them understand. Right, but you, in the beginning, you said um, it, it's really good for the spouse to be able to um, help help the other spouse kind of push through, you know, that that kind of thing, right? Right. Um, not kind of pull your bootstraps up, but to go, okay, listen, yes, this is a setback. This is a huge disappointment. But how can you turn this disappointment? How can I help you turn this disappointment, this moment? Into just a building block, into the next step. Right, right. And that leads into the next thing, which is how should we respond? Number three is how do we respond? And right. that's that's the opportunity for that person to mm-hmm. say, okay, well, now I'm being encouraged, so what should I do next? Um, instead of 
what not what obviously number one was wallow so we're mm-hmm. not going to do any more wallowing we're not going to do any more self-deprecation right so my next step would be okay let's try again maybe this is my opportunity to try again mm-hmm. or to maybe do something different so that the outcome will be different this time yeah i yeah well you know and and, and, and if and if you're walking through um, disappointment it's also your 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 opportunity to to taste take some self inventory and go okay yes if this is a setback if this is a disappointment and my spouse is encouraging me and pouring into me um how can i take what they're saying mm-hmm. to continue to grow right you know um and and helping you know like for example one of my um biggest challenges i think is not i think but i know is as i grow um is reading right mm-hmm. um i hate to read i love the, i love audio books but i hate audio books you know um because i do like to read but i'm a slow reader and so but you encourage me really well and saying that's okay you know so what if it takes you 3 or 4 months to to, to, to journey through a book, you know, um, but what are you getting out of the book? You know, is this book helping you, um, with what you're built to do in, 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 in what you're passionate about doing, you know? Um, and so sometimes when I'm hard on myself, like, Oh my gosh, I've been in this book since, you know, the first part of the year. And you're like, so what, you know, yeah. who, who cares? You know, what are you learning out of it? And is it helping you grow? to everything that God has built you to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's it's important to to continuously remind your partner, your mm-hmm. spouse to do um to keep pushing through and keep doing those things um that helps them grow. Growing yeah. is important um, yeah. along the way. That yeah. is very important. Yeah. Kind of almost leading by example as the spouse who's encouraging. Yes. Are you also leading by example in yeah. the, you know, so. But yeah. Yeah, the next step is definitely um don't stew negatively. Mm, Remind oh. helping them to not stew and um I know that's something that you struggle with a little bit. <laughs> Just a little, huh? A little bit. <laughs> um, a lot. is not stewing. I um, you know, I really believe when you stew it, it comes out like a good stew, you know, really well. <laughs> it you does know, so, not. So if you stew long enough. It does not. It, it starts, what happens to stew when it stews, it actually boils. And that's not a good thing in in a, in a person. Um, we don't want people boiling. Um, so how do we, how do we help that? Um, you, you actually help them find another outlet like rest or um, help them to restore their peace of mind. Help them to lower their stress reactions. Mm. That's interesting. That's really, that's, that's, you're right. That is really difficult to do because I, I stew a lot and, you know, when things happen or when I hit disappointment. And one of those things that I've, that, that I'm trying to kind of navigate in my life now, or in my journey now, in, in this great life that we live, um, is, is, is this whole disappointment and stuff like that is kind of going, okay, how do I, how do I manage that disappointment? Right. And as a sometimes I won't just say as a guy, but as a person, for me not to be disappointed, and I think this is kind of wrong in a way, you know, but for me to not be disappointed in, um, in in my dreams or my goals getting crushed or not, you know, fulfilling them for things that are outside of my control, mm-hmm. um, I have to hit a switch that says I have to dislike that thing so much 
that not only not only am I compartmentalizing it in a way, um, it's in the back of my brain, but I'm I'm putting it I'm I'm putting it in an area that makes me so mad that I don't that it's never gonna hurt me again, um, or this thing is never gonna bother me again because I hate it now. You know, and that's not always the right thing. And that's not the right thing it's to do. It's not. You know, and so just kind of navigating that because the last thing you continuously want to do is be disappointed. Right. And so I think you become so jaded that that disappointment turns into anger. It turns into stewing. It turns into, you know what? I'm just not even going to care about it anymore. Right. And and I'm going to have this mindset that this is never going to happen. Right. You know, and you're right. That's not a good, that, that's not a g- great that that's not a place to be. It's not a it's not a good reaction because number one, you're not continuously growing in that mm-hmm. area. You're going to yeah. stuff it to the side, yep. and then you're not going to yeah. continue to grow. Well, because you're going to say, "Well, why bother? I'm not." You know, um, I've been I've been doing all these things um, for for a lot of years, or growing in these areas, and it's not helping. And it's not helping. You know, um, is it growing you in certain areas? Sure, but it's not getting you to your goal. Or, or where you're trying to get to. Right. Because it doesn't seem to be helping right now. Right. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not actually helping. It just means you're not seeing the result right this yeah. minute. Yeah. And sometimes walking through disappointment means that walking through <laughs> disappointment means um, so knowing that I, I think sometimes the goal hasn't hit or, you know, the, the disappointment is now. But what your dreams and your goals are still out there, and right, you shouldn't absolutely. give up. You no, know? you definitely should not. And, and that's the role of the spouse too—is to keep encouraging you in that way. You know, one yeah. of the greatest things that I love about, um, you know, obviously we follow. You know, we're you know we're you know we follow Jesus and and stuff. Is that um, one of those sayings? Um, and is bathed in biblical, you know, truth. You know, is. Um, your greatest ministry should be your marriage. Right. You know, and so how do you, as a husband and wife team, navigate the disappointments? You know, that's your greatest ministry, kind of navigating those things and saying, hey, this is how we're going to do this. This is how I'm going to make sure you're not disappointed in those things. And so what I'm going to, what we're going to do too is when we post this on Monday, um, in our, on our social media, we're going to make sure that these four steps are kind of in, you know, are laid out in our social media, you know, on your Facebook and IG and my Facebook and IG Absolutely, too. Absolutely, yeah. So because yeah, it's, it's a important. lot of it's a lot of information. It is, and I think those steps are really important too. You know, to yeah. do. Yeah. So. Yeah, because on our and I think our our bottom line for today is that a, do- a disappointment should not make you feel like your world is coming to an end. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it's, again, it's not your spouse's job mm-hmm. to make sure that that happens, mm-hmm. but it's definitely, um, your, you know, your, your spouse is, is part of the team, you know, they're, they're there to support yeah. you and love you and help you. And, um, that's what we're there to do yeah. is for each other. Absolutely. Totally agree. So, well, that was really good, honey. Thank you. That was a lot of great info. Yeah. Thank you. So, well, y'all have a good week, and I hope we get to go to the pool today. I hope it doesn't rain. Oh, I hope like it doesn't it rain. Yesterday. Yeah, like it did yesterday. So, anyways, mm-hmm. but it is Florida, and it's and it's the summertime. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens in the summertime. So, anyways, see y'all next time. Thank you, guys.